Welcome to the Getting Heaven Into People podcast. I'm Dave Ripper, a pastor here in New England, and I want to thank you for listening. After two years of the pandemic, almost all of us are hurting in some way, and so many of our churches are reeling. To address the deeply felt need Christians and churches have, I've designed this podcast to invite us to experience deeper healing and freedom over a 40-day journey as we pursue spiritual transformation together. I'm praying today's episode helps you experience greater joy, contentment, and confidence in your life and walk with God. So as you listen, may God's grace and peace be with you. Well, welcome to Getting Heaven Into People. I'm Dave Ripper, coming here from Crossway Christian Church in Nashua, New Hampshire, and thrilled to be on this journey with you over 40 days, and we're on day 16 to help us discover greater spiritual freedom. In the last episode, we talked about how we're going to pivot a little bit of our focus over the next week or so. We've done a lot about the inward journey to discover the kind of spiritual freedom that God desires for us as we live our lives rooted and connected with Him. But that connection with God is never for our own sake. It is so that we might be able to grow in our capacity to love others, to love our communities, to love our world. And so this week, I'd love for us to be thinking about how we can best do ministry the way Jesus did ministry. Out of this life that we've been sharing and experiencing with God, what would overflow, spill out into the lives, relationships, the work that we do on an everyday given basis? And probably the text of scripture that has informed at least the way I have done ministry more than almost any other part of the Bible is Psalm 23. Now, we often think about that psalm for comfort and assurance. It's read at funerals. It's a, a, a text that we share when people are hurting. And we take great solace and solidarity in finding our lives united and intricately connected to the great shepherd. But I'd like for us to think about this in terms of an overall manner in which we might serve. We might live that active life a life of ministry that would bless others. And I love this psalm in particular as a text for ministry because oftentimes we can do ministry in a very self-ambitious way. We can try and serve in a way that strokes our own egos, that tries to make us look good, or it can be done in a way in which we are trying to prove ourselves for God in some way. But I love how Jenny Allen puts it in the title of one of her books, there's nothing to prove Jesus loves us as we are, not because of what we do for him, but because of what he has done for us. And so ministry is not something we do for love. It's something we do from a place of being deeply, dearly, unconditionally loved by God. So I want to read this passage and almost read it over you as a prayer and be listening for what lessons might be learned for ministry from the great shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the dark, darkest valley, the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, 
for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Take a moment just to dwell with these familiar words, but listen again as if you've never heard them before. What lessons can we derive for how we might best serve God the way God loves and serves us as our great shepherd? Well, I think there's really six key qualities. And over these next days, we're going to look at each of these individually. But let me kind of introduce you to them to get a sense. And as I do, let me just preface that by saying, one of the ways I use Psalm 23 in my own life is that it's something I pray through literally every day. It's kind of one of those prayers that I use as like a survival mechanism. Sometimes things in my life get out of hand and I'm not able to to pray like I would or to study the Bible like I would or uh, be with others in fellowship or read other books. And so this is kind of like a survival spiritual practice that I can do no matter what seems to be going on in my life to pray through that. I also recite the psalm anytime I do a sound check. Now, if you ever had to have a mic strapped on to you and do a sound check in church, you kind of really don't know what to say. But I love to say this, not just because it's familiar and because it takes the awkwardness away from people having to do my, my sound check, but I love to recite this because it just wants to ground me in the reality that I am loved by a great shepherd. And the pressure and the responsibility is not on me to do ministry. It's ultimately on him. And he's inviting me to serve and preach and minister and the same spirit in which he himself loved and served us. So here's some qualities of Psalm 23 leaders that we'll talk about in greater depth the next few days. Verse 1, we see, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Other translations say, I lack nothing. We do ministry not from a place of need or want, but of one of sufficiency. One of sufficiency. We have everything we need for life and godliness, as Second Peter 1 tells us. We have everything. Because God's our shepherd, we lack nothing. So we can do ministry and service from a place of enough, of confidence, not a place of insecurity. If we're relying on our own strength, we have every reason to be insecure. But if we rely on his strength, he gives us all that we need. I love the line that says, you are with me. You are with me. We've talked about how the with God life is what Genesis to Revelation is all about. And so ministry is best done as a ministry of presence, being fully present to others and being as present to the presence of God as possible. How might God be inviting you to live this outward life being present to others? And Psalm 23 says, He leads me on paths of righteousness or the right paths. 
He leads us away from wrong paths, but right paths also means he might lead us away from decent paths or paths that look pretty good or rather attractive. Good paths. He wants to lead us on the right ones. And so ministry fundamentally is about discernment. And discernment, as we'll see, is not just knowing what God wants us to do, but actually doing it. What would the Lord have you say? What would the Lord have you do after you finish listening to this podcast? That's discernment. Then we learn in Psalm 23 that God leads us through the valley of the shadow of death and that he makes a table before us in the presence of our enemies. This tells me a lot about what the active life is going to be about, what we're going to have to contend with, what we're going to face. And I believe we are going to face spiritual resistance. The enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy. And so key to ministry in light and in rhythm with Psalm 23 is faithful resistance of one who opposes us. And often when you read the life of of Jesus, the people that seem to be opposing him aren't the Gentiles, the the non-religious. It's actually the religious people who try to thwart his ministry as much as possible. And if you found yourself feeling discouraged by other believers in the church, then you could probably resonate with Jesus that sometimes even we as believers can allow the enemy to give us attitudes and lead us toward actions that are hurtful, that can thwart the work of ministry that God would have us to do. And so we have to be faithfully resistant to any ways the enemy want to works, though any ways that he wants to work, even by using believers in wrong ways. So we need faithful resistance. Fifthly, I love, I love how the psalmist says, my cup overflows. I think that is the best image of ministry I can think of, that we want to be like a cup running over. Ministry is best done from the overflow of life with God. When I think about these podcasts, I don't want to do them to say something. I want to do them in such a way that I have something to say. And over years of just delving deeply into this, and based on the state that churches across America are in right now, I believe we are just desperate, in desperate, desperate need for real calls to discipleship. And I believe this is something God's put in my heart to share. That's the intent of getting heaven in the people. And I hope it just comes from the overflow of what God has been doing in and through my life. And then the last aspect of Psalm 23 leadership that we'll talk about here comes from the phrase that God restores my soul. We need to care for our souls well. Psalm 23 ministry involves soul care. We'll talk a little bit more about this to come, but I want you to know now that caring for your soul is never a selfish act. So be intentional about carving out time and space to be with God, to live that contemplative life, to sit at the feet of Jesus so that we can be the hands and feet of Jesus in the most fruitful and flourishing way we can. Sufficiency, presence, discernment, faithful resistance, overflow, soul care. 
And which of these ways might God be inviting you to live the active life, to grow as a Psalm 23 minister? And if you are a member of Christ's body, then you are a minister. What opportunities has God put before you to, to be a shepherd to others, to point them to the ultimate care of the great shepherd? And so, my friends, may you this day be like a cup that is running over with the love of God so that everyone who comes across your path might see Jesus in and through you and love him serve and serve him like we hope to do ourselves. I look forward to exploring Psalm 23 ministry with you in greater depth over these next days. I hope you'll join. Consider sharing this with others if you've been finding this helpful. Thank you to so many of you who have been listening. We've had thousands of downloads. People have been listening from all over the country, even people tuning in from Mexico, I'm told. It's very exciting what God is doing through this. So I'm so glad to be a part of this journey with you. If you ever want to talk more, no matter where you're coming from, you can shoot me an email, Ripper at crosswaycc.org. I'd love to talk about what God's doing in your life. Grace and peace, friends, and we hope to see you tomorrow.